0: Fresh is the word.
1: Welcome to the Fresh Is the Word podcast. I'm your host, K Fresh. This is episode 26. Today is April 11th. Who looks like Michigan wheat? It's still been freaking cold here, man. It's been like feels like it's december right now but apparently we're just about to break into some warmer weather which i'm ugh, i my body just just cannot take this cold weather i just feel like shit uh but i'm glad looks like the weather is going to be in the 50s and 60s coming up maybe even close to 70 so i can really dig that um we got a great show for you this week uh you know I'm going to keep this intro a little shorter cuz I don't really got shit to talk about this week. I'm still sort of getting over recovering from the food poisoning that I've had. Uh went out drinking the other night, went to a, you know, went to a show or two and the next day I didn't even have that much to drink and the next day I was just wrecked. The past couple of days I've just been it's not even a hangover, just been really freaking tired, you know. Uh shoot, man, like Saturday night I went out to the Majestic Theater to see one of my favorite bands and I'll probably uh, post the interview uh, that I did with uh, the guitarist uh Josh Weaver from the band uh Royal Thunder. They were everything I've this is the first time I've seen them so there is is the ever. they were everything that I hoped they would be and even more. Amazing band. They're like if Black Sabbath and and Jefferson Airplane, you know, had sex and birthed a beautiful baby. But they were super good. Um, but I can, I can only stay for them. Like, they were on tour with the, the Sword. And I guess The Sword is a pretty big band. I really haven't heard much of them. But I guess they're a pretty popular band. Uh, but I was just like, once Royal Thunder was over with, I was just back home. And I couldn't even... I was toughen it out through Royal Thunder, but they were so fucking good that, I'd, that I could get through it, so uh, I'm just still kind of recovering, man, like, food poison can kick your, can just kick your ass for a while, I'm starting to feel a little bit better, but every time I feel better, I'd go and do something, and I and I feel worse, <laughs> but we got a great show for you today, uh, we got a Detroiter, Zaloopers, he's part of the whole Bruiser Brigade crew, Danny Brown's Bruiser Brigade, I uh, just put out an album called Bothic. It's really good. It's really interesting. Very very experiment very experimental when it comes to, you know, just rap music these days. You know, and Zaloopers can be a little bit, you know, a little bit, you know, hard to swallow at first, but when you just really get into it, it's really hype. Really really passionate. A lot of a lot of heart and soul into his music, you know. Uh really hype. Um He's definitely just—he's his own kind of dude, man. He's also a painter. If you follow him on uh, and uh, on Twitter, he's always uh, you know, selling his paintings, posting his paintings. A bunch of people buy that stuff too, you know. So, he's—he's he's more of an artist, you know. He isn't just trying to be a rapper and live the rap life, you know. He's an artist. He's a good kid, man, and he's—he owns to—he owns who he is, man. And that's what really kind of comes out. And his music And when you talk to him And this was a great interview Super funny uh, We get into talking about his music And his mom's And how he met Danny Stuff like that So it was really great to talk to him So let's get to the interview with The Loopers Hey what up Z? How's it going man? Shit man, chilling a lot
0: the
1: up <laughs> Definitely. Wait, do you know exactly who I am? Because we've met before.
0: Man, I know I probably know who you are because your voice sounds like a person that I would talk to. Um,
1: because I don't
0: talk to like non-positive people, so I I can hear it in your voice like your your know, energy good. So yeah, <laughs> I probably
1: know you. Uh, you probably know me as a I I DJ at the uh, at Paramita Sound each month uh, for Beat Profile.
0: Man, I'm here with Shigato right now. You know I me?
1: Mean? Oh yeah, that's the that's the old old school homie. Yeah, uh, I'm with
0: Shigato right now. We just chilling, smoking blunts and cigarettes. Well, I don't smoke cigarettes. He's smoking the cig and, and the new stuff. um the new abode. Hell yeah!
1: Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, I know you and uh, Shigato are uh, been working on some music. Uh, you know, recently, uh, what's going on with that?
0: I think I love uh, me and together been basically cooking up motherfucking crap. And it's like we come from two different worlds, so it's like I thought it would be harder to understand him or get to know him because I always wanted to work with him ever since Danny first tweeted his um, first video. And I always thought he like his sound was like oh like just different and just like something I couldn't like rap on or something that I couldn't like get to so I always like strive to you know like for excellence you know and like not being able to rap on the beat or rap on the instrumental is a, like a thing to me I like it's a challenge so I always thought about him as as a music is like very powerful and just like a, like a classic person so I wanted to work with him and our relationship like that's like my brother and shit like he been Actually helping me out with my life like big time and shit. And we like like when he's not in fucking Belgium or Berlin or some crazy shit, <laughs> we chillin. Like he he dead ass tired right now. I don't know where he came from, but he just got out for like thirty day tour, or so
1: so Right, yeah, every time I see Shigato he's either like super hyped or super tired because he just came from who knows where.
0: Yeah uh he's super laid back right now <laughs> but he he's crispy he got the car hard whip on i don't know where he got it from but he got a dragon on it so you know there's some some off the wall motherfucking
1: unique shit hell yeah hell yeah yeah this is yeah i've like uh i've known uh danny brown for a while now since probably about 2007 or so when nick speed uh first introduced me to him but I knew about his music beforehand when he was you know with Reservoir Dogs so I've always been kind of around it and I I remember when you kind of came to the fold I'm like who is this dude you know tall lanky skinny dude rapping all sorts of energy on stage you know how did you first link up with Danny and whole Bruiser Brigade uh, crew
0: well uh I hit him up on Twitter, like, bro, listened to my tape, didn't know he would even listen to it, didn't know shit about Twitter really, didn't know shit about music in the world and none of that shit. I was just making music because I liked music, and I have made a mixtape about my little life that I had so far since I was 16, and so I just sent it to him, and I was like, I was sending it to everybody else, and he was like, hey, bro, I fuck with this, but he was the only person that hit me up. After I hit him up to work and was serious like about, like, me perfecting my craft and, like, being established and being leaving a legacy behind and being original. He was the only person that uh, took, like, time to fuck with me. And, like, and not only took time to fuck with me, but, like, took time to show me the ropes, if you want to say, you know what I'm saying? Like, he showed me, like, firsthand. And, and he told me from experiences, like, from when he started with not getting paid shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And still doing shows, and, and you know what I'm saying? Me having to go through some of the same shit now or before, like, I still do it because I know what's due to come, you know what I'm saying? So he just, like, he, he was the first one to like, show me that, I had the future and I just needed to keep going with it. And now I'm just looking at it like damn, he cut his toe. me just chill out and I chills out and I'm icy out.
1: Right, right. Was uh was the music that you sent him the uh Coon in the Room uh tape?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the one I sent him.
1: Right. Yeah, because I was just listening to that today and you know I can definitely, you know, see a bit of a progression from uh, from that, you know, you seem a lot more, I guess, open on the mic and able to sort of express yourself a little bit more. Uh, what was, you know, what was some sort of, you know, sort of the lessons that sort of um, Danny um, kind of taught you over the past few years in regards to, you know, making your music? Uh,
0: listening to music and not only just, like, listen to music. Make sure your music don't sound like nobody else's music. And make sure you speak it from your heart always. And always make sure that you make it sound that it doesn't sound like nothing else. And make sure you put something in the atmosphere in the world that is different. And be original. Like, that's the main... He that is him. He's the he's the epitome of original. He's like a walker original. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. He, I can't say a star because that's not what I wanted to represent him as. He's not a fucking star. He's a damn fucking it, don't even want him. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like he, he. That's what he taught me to be that. So like a one of one. You know what I'm saying? Not just saying like I knew I was a follower or something before. Like my life, I was never a follower, but he taught me how to really kick their ass and be. You know, get intense and like study and like like work on my craft and shit. Like he helped help me focus my craft, you know. Because before it was like you just rapping and shit. Like oh, you gonna rap? Uh, no, I don't just want to rap. I want to know this shit. I want to I want to I want to I want to be in this shit. If I'm gonna do this shit, I'm not no rapper either. I'm an artist. So if I'm gonna rap and be, a, and I want to be an artist. I'm gonna know about this rap shit and I'm gonna finesse this rap shit because I'm gonna be an artist with it. I'm gonna be original with it. And I wanna, you know what I'm saying? I wanna make a mark. I wanna leave bullshit behind. That's what Danny does. He makes marks all the time. Right.
1: What sort of goes through your mind when, yeah, what sort of goes through your mind when you're, you know, thinking about how your music's gonna sound or how you're gonna be on stage? Because you kind of, you know, there's kind of like a line that everybody goes and you kind of, leap over that line by, like, 50 feet, you know, and you have this sort of unique energy. So, you know, in your mind, where, you know, what place are you trying to get to? Are you in my mind, what place am I trying to
0: get to? Yes. As far as, like, what everybody want, where everybody expects to see be in the next few years without? As far as, like, lyrically, or what place in my mind am I trying to... What do you mean? I'm, I'm there. That's what you should, I, that's what everybody should understand and Like, life. It's no place in my mind I'm trying to get to. I'm there. Everything happens for a reason. Where I'm standing and where I'm standing right now, I'm there in my mind. I'm already there. When I think about my next show dates, I'm already there. I already got my outfit on, bro. I already got my shoes, my outfit. In my head is already i'm already christian i already killed the show and i'm done with it i'm i'm already home bro like that it's like a danax my life is like a danax it's there it's done i know what i want to be and and i'm gonna do it you know what i'm saying because it ain't never been changed like i already knew this shit was coming
1: i just had to believe that you gotta you gotta believe that shit always yeah, someone, you know, someone with sort of like the style that you have, uh, even with Danny, you know, you might have people that just don't understand that, you know. How do you kind of deal with sort of people that come at you, you know, negatively about your craft?
0: I don't give a fuck about no negativity. <laughs> if a motherfucker got something to say about if if any, anybody got something to say negative, they keep that shit to they down down apply to me. I don't soak that shit in. I soak in uh, positivity. That's what gets me, my bread, positivity. So if you're saying something negative, I'm ignoring that. That's not even though, hey, bro, I want to buy paint. That's not, that's not, bro, I got PayPal. I got $1,000. That's not that. I don't even look at that shit, bro. Negativity ain't shit to me. Only thing I care about is, I, I, I'll probably cre- create a criticism. Negativity can suck a dick. I don't care about uh, niggas. Actually, that shit lifts me. It would be funny as hell to me. Actually, it, it made me laugh. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. It made me go. It made me go to the. It made me go buy shit. It maybe. It maybe or it, it, it actually like juice. It's, it's like actually like motherfucker. I don't. Even, I don't do cocaine, but it's like cocaine. It's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> me, negativity. It's like every time somebody say something negative, I just sniff the line. And <laughs> like, I'm just doing it off of so it, like laughing and everything. Awesome. I can only get better. Right. Yeah. Niggas ain't even ready, man, for what I got. I'm gonna keep going harder and I'm gonna keep on showing niggas that this is not the regular rap. If you rap shit, there's some different shit. Come get with it. Come come cop from from the club, the paint club. You won't have this forever. All those drugs that you keep buying, this shit, you ain't going to have them forever. You're going to have this on your wall forever. This, this ain't Picasso. This is Baby Basquiat. You know what I'm saying? This is something else. I don't even know who this is. You know what I'm saying? This is the loop.
1: You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, Um. and definitely if you, if you follow you on uh, Twitter, you know, you go hard with... Uh, with all the painting that you do, do as much as you go with your music. You know, when did you start painting?
0: I've been painting for like three years now. Like, but I've been doing art all my life. So. Okay. So, I would say all my life because since science class, when I drew uh, animal with adaptations, it had four eyes, wings. It looked like a giraffe, but it, the giraffe neck wasn't long. It just looked like a horse with yellow, but it was yellow. And it could fly so it had four eyes so it looking north, south, east, and west. So I thought that was a good adaptation to have, so you can know what the fuck is going on from east side, just so in case a nigga ran up on them and some shit. So that's why I drew it, fucking elementary and shit. And ever since I do that with the mother, and the wings was bug wings. They had, like, bee wings. So he was like a big-ass horse of bee wings. So that was my adaptation animal that the science teacher taught me to draw. And ever since then, i just been tripping off that shit. I like art.
1: Definitely. Uh, what sort of a kid were you? Uh, you know, what, what sort of things did you do do, do growing up?
0: Um, I uh, played in abandoned houses. <laughs> I uh, I didn't play basketball. Uh, my mama bought me a mountain bike. Everybody had to bite with the peg, so I was a nigga running around with the mountain bike. Um, <laughs> I was a chill ass nigga. Uh, all the bitches liked me. mine, they really liked me. Because I was really just trying to get good grades, but I was just looking at them too much. So I was just chilling to layer and then bitches were just hopping on my dick for no reason. So I just had to <laughs> absorb them. And I was like a chill nigga in high school. Like, in high school, I was like, because I wasn't that fresh either. So I was kind of like, kinda not bummy, but I, I would come to school smelling like chicken because in 12th grade, I had a little job and shit at the chicken. uh, Captain J so I come to school so much like chicken power is funny and I could rap and shit and bitches know I could draw a little bit So they was they was dicking me, but they couldn't tell me too much because the other niggas was crispier You know how that shit go bitches be going for the crispy niggas, so I was like fuck it I'm just gonna lean back and then after I got out of high school I just you know just went on my own shit just found all the weird bout ass bitches for me and then start fucking with them and they was even fired because the bitches in my high school, they was lame. I had the, the foreign bitches pulling up in the foreign was on me after I, I came out of high school because I started getting crispier. So I just started working on my life and everybody went to college and I just stayed at home and just did music and, and not everybody looking salty. And I'm <laughs> out here taking flights.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Okay, you got this new album out called "Bothic," and uh, you worked with you know all the you know fellas uh, from uh, Bulletproof Dolphin. How did you guys kind of all come together to you know sort of make music and kind of create this sort of cohesive sound that you have?
0: Because when you're in the studio for like three months straight, all the and you don't know how many weeks went by, and you just ordering pizza and Jose Quavo, and. It's just coming through, and then you just fade it into a whole nother dimension. And yo, bro, just keep buying studio, new studio equipment, so you excited, and he racking, he spending um, the check, cause he don't give a fuck, cause he all too. And you just painting the basement, and you just selling paintings, and you got enough money to come from Ann Arbor to Detroit, cause that's where we was recording in Ann Arbor. Crazy shit happened, man. You know what I'm saying? And then that was, like, one of the first times I broke off um, from staying with my mom and shit. So it was kind of rough, like, being homeless and shit. But just having this. Yeah, I was homeless and I was fucked up, man. I ain't had no money and shit. Like, my bitch had to buy my food every day and shit. Real fucked up. You know what I'm saying? My, my mom was fucked up. The pounds went out. You know what I'm saying? The plugs. I don't know what happened to him. Garbage bags went out and shit. So six got started getting fucked up and... It wasn't the fact that I wanted to stop hustling and stop making money, but it was It was like I was in the studio trying to make my next project, so it was like I'm trying to get from there to there, so I had to get the new plug. And I had to stay away from mom just so I could help her out with shit. I had to get the new plug and start slapping with that shit and start getting the bannies off PayPal with that shit slapping off them and then start selling the pains and you in the studio just making crazy shit you know what i'm saying like and then my plug, he was scandalous he was giving me shit for the street parker he was like my my brother you know what i'm saying but you know, he do not do this shit no more so it's so.
1: over yeah definitely now you know now that the uh the new album's out you know what's next for you what do you what's your next plans
0: Man, I'm about to go motherfucking to uh, overseas. I would say the name of the shit, but I, every time I do the interview, I'm scared to say it because I'm just I'm too geeked for the shit. <laughs> I only, I, and the shit's like three, four paints to there already. I didn't told the people I'm coming. I'm super geeked to send this last one. I just got an order from him the other day. He just sent me 500 just because. I, he I told him they was a thousand, but I just had to give it to him for five hundred because I know where I'm going next. So I was like, fuck it. I said that was the last one I shipped out and I'm going there next and I can't tell you, man. it's just crazy. But it's out of the country. And <laughs> in the in the in the hint I'm gonna be on some kangaroo jack
1: shit. <laughs> Definitely. I know um I know for a while there's been a Bruiser Brigade, uh, you know, crew album uh, in the works. What happened with that?
0: Ain't nothing happened with that. It's still in the works, and it's still coming out. And everybody should be just waiting for it because when it come out, then you will know. It's like, it's, it's not, Every everything ain't meant to be rushed. It's like, all these people want to rush. Everything ain't meant to be rushed. We got uh, we know what we got. We got that pack. You know what I'm saying? When you got that you when you got that pack, on you need to you gotta harness the pack. So we know what we got. But we got, we just we 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 about to kill y'all first, and then kill y'all again. Then if y'all still want to get killed, you know what I'm saying? We just gonna keep killing it. But we got. It.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like you know, past few years, you know, we've seen projects here and there from from you and Danny and Dopehead and a few of the others, but those all seem like, you know, those first sort of steps, like those little introduction sort of projects, you know. How do you you know, how do you feel that this whole this Bruiser Brigade crew, you know, how what's your outlook about how they're gonna be you guys are gonna be shown to the world in the next couple years? Well, simply put,
0: we're going to be showing to the world how we've been wanting to be showing to the world. It's like... It's like, it's damn near unexplainable. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. you know how shit just happens, you know? It's damn near unexplainable, but Bruxy Brigade already knows, and we already... It is already in... It's in stone, so it's already... We got to work.
1: Yeah, because it's always been kind of a thing. Bag. It's always been kind of a thing with uh, with someone like Danny and even the whole crew, where it's just like the the music industry and labels they want to try to do do something that they they know with you guys, but you guys are on some other type of shit. So you guys kind of have. To...
0: Bruiser Brigade Records is gonna be the most elite label. <laughs> Only reason why I'm saying it is because. He knows his shit. Cause he ain't never told y'all nothing wrong. Everything he predicted, it was fucking correct. And if y'all don't start listening to him, you gonna be fucking late. Not him. He's fucking... He's the fucking prophet. Like, that. he passed the fucking prophet's water down to me. I drank the holy water. <laughs> I know what's going on. I know what holy water is, boy. We, we know we drinking holy water. You know what I'm saying? Like... Ain't no more. as We drink the holy water. We already know what's gonna happen. That's why I told you. Like I knew this shit was. I knew what. I knew where I would be at right now, two years ago, bro. Like I know I, I will be. My mom. I, now I can go to my mom and she could say, "You make me a, a proud son." Like, I'm like she make. I make her proud. Like I make my mom proud. Like I make my mom smile. And she, she said she can honestly say that I'm a good son. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the most beautiful thing ever. You know what I'm saying? That's all I would want. But that ain't even it. You know what I'm saying? We I'm about to leave this le- legacy real quick. You know what I'm saying? For the world to see. And just like Bruising Gay, just like Danny been doing from the start.
1: Before Hybrid. Before all that shit. Do you, uh, before the Detroit State. Do You know you what I'm saying? Re- do you remember, like, a, that now that you bring it up, do you remember, like, a moment, something that happened that, your mother saw it or heard about it, and she was like, "Oh my God, this is your this is something that's actually happening."
0: Man, Danny, be, Danny Brown is a hood ass nigga for real, man. You don't think my mama do know about what's going through going on through the hood, bro? <laughs> the hood gonna go talk first, bro. Like, my mama straight, my mama a fucking OG, man. He a gangster, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna put it past you. I'm not, you know, sugar coat and shit. Like, my mama, like, so you don't think the hood gonna talk. My mama knew already. And then when she figured it out, like, she was cool with it. My mama loved Danny, you know what I'm saying? She loved what he doing for me and shit. Like, and she know I'm around, real nigga, like, not no bitch ass. Like, like she, Danny, my mama heard stories about Danny and shit, you know? You know what I'm saying? She, she, and, but she with me, like learning from, from him because she know how intelligent he is too. And she know how like how bright he is. You know what I'm saying? She know she know like that he has a plan for me. He he's my friend. He, he's not trying to he out to he's not out get me. He's not trying to shang some me. You know she knows that he's real. So that's that's why she fuck with him and shit.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's one thing I've always knowing about Danny is that he definitely just never rushed in anything and took time to really understand things. And then he just had a great year. I'm so year. glad
0: you said that. That is, my whole, that is my whole strategy. I am not rushing to kill y'all motherfuckers. Y'all going to get this shit slow. And I, I got all my life to live. There's no rush in this shit. What is the rush for? Like, we making classic. Why are he rushing a classic? I want to hold places in time, man. I'm holding... People's places and times, and they like, you know what I'm saying? I'm holding moments for people. Yeah, I definitely. People keep, you know what I'm saying? I'm holding my whole moments. You know what I'm saying? But with distinct and and, and flawless and like a, originality at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I want to hold a moment for you. I want to just keep giving you shit like that. Shit, whack, man.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. To, yeah in um sort of you know wrapping up this interview i uh, i when you kind of look look towards the future, you know what would you what would you want your legacy to be in all of this The first in the future I'm a, how many years do you want to set? what I, whatever you feel comfortable
0: no, you do it, you do it you, you your turn I'm asking you the question how many years?
1: <laughs> let's see. How old how old are you right now? I'm twenty two. Okay, you're twenty two, man. You were let's say let's say twenty years down the line. What do you want to look back at? Twenty years
0: down the line, twenty two, so I'll be
1: forty. Yeah, you'd be like forty two.
0: Oh my god. Okay, that's really far down the line. I was <laughs> you were about to say twenty eight or some shit. I was <laughs> right. Well but okay. Well, by that time, I'm 40 years old, man. Like, not, I don't even want a big crib. I just want my family to be secure and, you know, I want uh, to be wealthy. Of course, I don't want no big-ass crib or no fancy-ass car. I want an old-school Lambo or some shit like that, some simple shit, like some old-school shit, like some shit that and people like, oh, why are you driving that? Because I want two bitch. I want the old one, not the new one. You know what I'm saying? I want the old one. I want the I like dressing like an old man anyways. I love that's right, right around time I get to dress like an old man. So that'll be real. All my shit is old manish. So <laughs> uh, I'll be real, very dapper, very crispy around that time. Yeah. This is going to be on my dick because I, I know how to kill the hoes with the old man sweater off top. <laughs> and uh, my mom, like, hopefully, you know, everything will be with my mom she's gonna be alive she's gonna be she gonna be living with me or so i have my own house i'd rather have my mom living with me because she's funny as hell and i can watch her ass make sure she don't be going to me shit. so i'll have my mom living with me uh uh and i would say a little bit of bigger crib just so she can have space a little bit away from me not too small you know what i'm saying no, I don't want to be too close to her, ass, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have my mom with me. My nephew, he's gonna be older. If he he wanna go to school, have him, you know, in school. Make sure he's straight, you know what I'm saying. Stay sticking there for him because he gonna need grown. you going need a man in his life to show him the ropes. Uh, but that's forty, but you know what I'm saying. But and and talking about establishing the game with music wise. I'm gonna let everybody know that I was the first one slapping with the paint. They're gonna be like, "Man, he had like brick. He had brick fair, bro. He, he pulled up with truckloads of paint, bro. He's he pulling up with, like he whipping bricks up, bro. Like that's. They're gonna be like, he's the like. I'm gonna be like the Gucci man of art. Like, <laughs> there, or you got a scooter or art or some sort of shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can make cocaine. <laughs> I just fell in love with a cute. You know what I'm saying? I can make cocaine, bro, and, and all you gotta do is start somewhere. So I already started. And you know they they are wreck now. So I hope I hope they got their bread.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, man. Yeah, I won't hold you up any longer, man. It was definitely a joy to talk with you, man. And uh all you know. I, wish you all the luck in the world man down the road man with everything man man i
0: wish you all the luck in the world bro and you'd be a successful person and you'd like be blessed and like and tomorrow when you wake up just like oh i'm having a good day just because you gotta have one because why fucking not man definitely. you get blow for me bro if you get high
1: <laughs> oh definitely man yeah man you know thanks for the talk man you have a good night
0: Hell yeah, bro. I'm about to paint some more shit. I, I'm about to paint like three more canvases and shit. I'm painting like six today already. I got to ship out like 13.
1: All so, right, man. Do your thing. That's just for that's just for for this, the first half. And I don't know about do that. Definitely, man. Do your thing, so, man.
0: Yeah, I'm about to be up. All right, my G
1: that was the interview with Zaloopers, it was really fun to talk to, man, It's a great kid. Go pick up that album, Bothic, it's out right now, and go pick up a painting from him, man, holler at him, and maybe he'll paint something for you, you know? You can check him out on Zalo- at Zaloopers on Twitter, and you know, maybe he'll paint something for you. If you'd like to uh, support the Fresh as the Word podcast, you can go to our website, which is freshasthepodcast.com, and there's a link at the top that says support the podcast. on that page, there is a PayPal link that you can donate to, or there is a Amazon link on there that you can use anytime that you wanna purchase anything on Amazon. Use that link, and after you make your purchases, Amazon will shoot some commission back to me. I'll just go to help the show. Also, I definitely appreciate all the listens, and if you definitely want to share the links to the website, freshesthepodcast.com or any of the links on SoundCloud, that's definitely appreciated and will definitely help support the podcast. You can also reach Fresh is the Word on the social medias at Instagram and Twitter at Word one That's Fresh the Word number one. And on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com slash freshisthepodcast and give us a like on that page. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, So go ahead and search Fresh is the Word on there. Go ahead and subscribe to us. And it also would be very helpful if you go onto iTunes and give us a five-star rating and throw some comments on there. Thanks for listening. See you soon.
0: Fresh is the Word.